So, one day, if you haven't yet, one day you will be put in a situation, whether it's prom or whether it's, you know, at, at a friend's party or whatever, where you and your boyfriend or you and this guy that you have to crush on are put in this awkward situation. And the thing is, what do we need to do? What have we learned from this? Set them boundaries. We need to set them boundaries. Because <laughs> if we don't set them boundaries, it gets awkward. Them boundaries will set us. Them <laughs> <laughs> boundaries will set us. So anyway, if we don't set boundaries, nobody knows where it's going. It can get way out of hand, or it can get extremely awkward. So now uh, it, it leads me to the next question. How far is too far? I got you. Oh, whoa. Not again. How far is Satchis? Hang on. Steven, new background. There we go. How far is too far? Elizabeth, far. Sex before marriage. Yeah. She did it wrong. Don't do babies before marriage. Don't do babies. All right. So, anybody else? How far is too far in your in your personal relationship? Where is your boundary line? How far is too far? Oh, oh, crickets. We got crickets. All right. So, uh, this is definitely something that we need to discuss. Um, so, let, let's let's get into uh, into scripture with this. God. Our, our, our point of tonight, our takeaway point is this. God never called you to be or to live a life of a virgin. Go to the next slide. Alright, there we go. God never called you to a life of virginity. He called you to a life of purity. Alright? So how far is too far? Well, in in by the standard of the scripture. Any form of sex or intercourse of any kind is too far. Alright? So, any kind, any form, whatever you call it, sexual intercourse, you are no longer a virgin. Got it? So, the, the, that's how the scripture defines it. So, if you have any kind of, of sexual intimacy or sexual relations, you're no longer a virgin. Sorry to burst your bubble, but it, it, that's that's not it. But the thing is, God hasn't called us to a life of virginity. He, he, he says that we should live a pure life. We should live a life of purity. So, because a lot of people are like, um, well, how far is too far? Because, you know, if I do this, am I technically still a virgin or you know if if I just if I stop here am I still okay by God's standards well the thing is are you still pure guys your body is the temple it's where the Holy Spirit dwells if you're a Christian you've asked Jesus Christ to come into your heart the Holy Spirit lives inside of you so things that happen to your body are direct contact with the Holy Spirit. So, this leads us to this. Ephesians 
5, verse 3. It says this, But among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity. Any kind of impurity. Did somebody find me 1 Corinthians 6 and read 18 through 20? 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Get it. I know all you guys have your Bible with y'all. I know. Carrie, you got it? Nope, just have to slow it down. Who has it? Oh, we'll get there one day. What verse? 18, or so it's uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Like That's eight. Ephesians. It's not Ephesians. First Corinthians. That's Ephesians. Ephesians. Oh, it's not Ephesians. Oh my God. <laughs> I got All it. right. Thank you. Please read it. Run from sexual immorality. Every sin a person can commit is outside the body. On the contrary, the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Don't you know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. There you go. So do you want to know what purity is? It, it, it defines it clearly right there by saying that the Holy Spirit lives with inside of you. Sexual immorality is the only sin that directly affects the body. You got it? And the body is the, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, if, if we go out and we do things, and, and we mess up, and, and it directly affects our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so, what is pure? What is pure? So, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, is kind of defining what purity is, and what it means to live a pure life. Now, I want to, I want to go into detail. Those of you... Um, out there, because I understand this, it, it it actually affected me. Those of you who were abused in your family or by a family member, it is not your fault. So many people are hard on themselves. So many people take it to heart because a family member did something to them that scarred them for life. I am here to tell you tonight that it is not your fault. There is nothing that you can do about it. There's nothing that you can change, and nothing, and God understands. God understands that you have no control over that. So, know that you are still pure. Know that God understands your situation. If you're abused by a family member, if you're abused by somebody else, it is not your fault. So, know that. I wanted to make sure that we covered that. So, and, and, and the thing is, is that technically, yes, you are still a virgin. No matter what, in God's eyes, you are a virgin. And so the thing is, in, that, in God's eyes, you are still pure. And that's what matters, is what God thinks. So understand that it's not your fault what happened to you, and God understands. So I've got bad news, and I've got good news. 
And so I'm going to do bad news first. It's always good to get the bad news first, right? And that way you can out, and then later on I can make a boo-boo better. Okay? So, uh, all right, first off, there are, are some of us that hold on to virginity like it's a trophy. You, got, you, you guys know people like that, or, or maybe you might be like that, that you hold on to virginity like a trophy, and you're just like, mine. I am a virgin, and you can't have me. But don't you want me? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? And so, it's like, I am a virgin, and you can't have me, but I'm not beautiful. You know? Don't you just want this? Okay, so... I'm not asking you, Stephen, no. Don't play. No games. Alright, so anyway, we, we know those people. Guys, that, that leads down the wrong path. You start to hold on to it like a trophy, and you're not understanding that it's a gift given by God. It is not something that you have control of, alright? It's not something that is meant to be held over a guy's head to be like, don't you want me more? Or held over a girl's head to be like, don't you want this? But virginity is something to be cherished and honored. So, all right. So, what if you have done everything but sex? Can somebody answer me? What if you've done, what if you've done everything else but sex? Are you a virgin? Are you pure? You're dirty. You're dirty. You're a dirty boy. All right. So, all right. So, to answer that question, to answer that question, all right, this is a conversation that all youth groups have to have. It's one of those things that we got to look at it as adults and understand that this is something that is very near and dear to God's heart. This is something that can separate you from God or bring you closer to God, right? Okay, so that's what we have to look at it as. we got to look at this as adults. So, if it's, if it's, uh, so we didn't have sex, but, you know, we got close. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is if I take a marker, and if I walk up to your white shirt, and just kind of hit it just once or twice, and then back off, is it still white? No, no, it's all messed up, I got black on my white shirt, so it is no longer, you know, pure. So the thing is, is it doesn't matter what it is if you just even test the water. You're no longer pure in God's eyes. Purity is completely saying no and staying away and, and waiting for marriage because of that is what God created marriage for. God created marriage between a man and a woman so that way, whenever they come together, nothing may pull them apart. You guys read that? Beautiful scripture. You should read it sometime. It's also in Corinthians. But anyway, you want to you want to make sure that you save that for marriage. You keep yourself pure. And this is also in your mind. You have to keep yourself pure of heart. You keep yourself pure 
and mind and keep your body pure. Because if you let so-and-so touch you, it's like putting a black mark on that white shirt. It's no longer pure anymore. But the thing is, is I'm here to tell you tonight that through Jesus Christ, you can be made pure again. You know, it's kind of like water. Tarek and I went to Guatemala not too long ago. And they have water, like trouble with their water. They've got parasites and stuff in their water. And so their water is not pure. But the thing is, is that if you put it through filters, it can be made pure again, right? And so think of Jesus Christ as that filter. You were pure in the beginning, and then you got a little messed up. Someone threw a little bit of dirt in you. Somebody, you know, maybe uh, tracked a little bit of mud or threw some grass, and, and you got this kind of dirty water now. But the thing is, is that through Jesus Christ, you can be made pure again. All you have to do is ask forgiveness and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I've sinned. I want to be made pure. I want to be seen as pure in your eyes again. And then what do you have to do? You have to turn from it. You can't test the water again. You can't go back and hang out with those people that were kicking dirt in you. You can't go back to those people that were throwing grass on you. you because that dirties the water. But the thing is, is even if you do, and the, and the water becomes dirty again, it can be made pure again. But only through Jesus Christ and Him alone. So, understand this. If you do mess up, and if you have messed up, you can be made pure. All you have to do is ask Jesus to forgive you and turn away from it. Don't go back. All you have to do is ask Jesus to make you pure in his sight and never go back again. All right. So, what is virginity? What is virginity? Can somebody define it for me? Anybody? Oh, right here. You're a virgin. <laughs> that, that's just using it in a sentence. Okay. Somebody. Alright, I will answer it. It is abstaining from all, all sexual intercourse. Any kind at all. That's a definition of virginity, is abstaining from any and all forms of intercourse. That is, that is a virgin. But the thing is, guys, is that, like I said, you, you have pure things like the white t-shirt, and you have pure things like the water, and whenever they get scuffed up again through Jesus Christ, you can be made pure again. But only God can restore you. And only Jesus Christ can restore you. So, last but not least, we have to understand that we can be made pure, but we need to choose. We need to make a decision tonight to choose to live a life of purity. I know that a lot of you guys are starting to think, and you're like, how far is too far? Have I gone too far? 
Do I need to ask for forgiveness tonight? I would suggest yes. And I would make tonight the beginning of a new day. I would make tonight the, a new beginning and say, you know what, I want to be washed. I want to be put through the filter of Jesus Christ. I want to be cleansed in the blood. Because that's the only way that we can be seen as pure again. Even though we mess up. I can tell you one thing, guys. I messed up a lot in my life. I messed up time after time after time. And you know what? I would find myself on my knees begging God to forgive me. Begging God to look at me as pure and look at me as holy again. Because you know, you know how I knew something was wrong? I lost that relationship. I would pray and it kind of felt like it was bouncing off the ceiling. I would talk to my friends. I would try to read my Bible and my Bible wouldn't just speak to me anymore. Used to, I would read the words and they would speak to me and they would speak life into me and I could understand it clearly because the Holy Spirit's communicating. But you know what? I messed it up. I got too close and somebody put a mark on my shirt and, and I was no longer looked at pure and, and no longer had that communication with the Holy Spirit and I had to get something straight and so I hit my knees like I needed to. I hit my knees and I asked God to make me pure. So guys, we need to make a choice tonight to choose to live a life of purity. <laughs> so, instead of asking how far is too far, it's important to ask are you living a life of purity? So instead of asking whenever you get in that situ situation with your boyfriend, or you get in that situation with your girlfriend, and you're like, did I just mess up? Was, did I go too far? Don't even entertain the idea. Just ask yourself before any of this happens. First off, Get with your boyfriend and girlfriend. Make sure that they know that you are a Christian. And that you believe that your body is a holy temple of the Holy Spirit. Make sure that they understand. Lay out those boundaries. Set guidelines for your relationship early on. And I promise you, you'll have a successful relationship. But if you don't set those guidelines, you'll end up just like Justin. You'll end up making a fool in front of yourself in front of all your friends, because you know what? You have to go back and set everything straight. Even though you might have not even done anything, you've got to go back and set everything straight. It makes you look like a fool. Make sure you set those guidelines early on in your relationship. Make sure they know that you're a Christian. Make sure that they value your body as much as you value your body, right? Because the thing is, is right now, everybody... Everybody in this room needs to be concerned about the purity and the condition of their own soul and the condition of their own body. So, ask yourself, are you living a life of purity? And I, I want to tell you tonight that if you're not living a life of purity and you haven't and you've messed up, I'm going to give you an opportunity to make it right with Jesus tonight. I'm going to give you an opportunity to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. I'm going to give you an opportunity to be cleansed through the filter of Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads and go to Him in prayer.